This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Good evening, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to the third edition of the WSL Roundup. Um, in this episode, we take a, a brief look back at the encounter at the weekend between Arsenal and Aston Villa at the Emirates Stadium, where 35,829 people gathered to watch what was a largely disappointing game as a spectacle. But we, we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, Stephen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good to hear it. All well. Since I last spoke to you a couple yeah. of minutes ago. Um, sorry it's taken us so long to, to get to this, despite the fact that we live in the same house. It just becomes increasingly difficult to get the time together to get this done and for the two of us to see the game. So, uh, look, we'll, um, we'll we'll briefly run through um, the teams and, and see where, where the changes were made. Do you, want, do you want to run through the team first, Stephen? Well, in goals was Daffy Van Damselaar, and then... We switched to the back five this week from last week's four. We had right back Sarah Mailing. Three centre backs were Anna Patton, Rachel Corsi, and Dan Turner. Left back was Maz Pacheco, her first start back this season. And then midfield was Lucy Parker and Lucy Staniforth with Blink Kilda and Simone McGill making her first start for Aston Villa. And Rachel Daly was up front. Yeah, and and look, it was it's it probably the, the the best team we we had available to us. Um, we remarked when the, when the teams came up on the screen that there was a a dearth of talent on the bench and uh, a dearth of players compared to the Arsenal um, starting uh, bench. So so they they started with how many on the bench? Villa only had six players on the bench. The Arsenal was nine, and of those six players, no no defenders. No defenders. Bench. One sub goalkeeper. Mm. 
so we're we're fairly thin on the ground, and you know I know we'll we, we'll keep we'll keep harking back to it, yeah. but we, we'll we won't be the same team without that absolute superstar in there, Kenza Daly, and and of course the suspended Kirsty Hansen ma- makes life completely, you know, you know it hams hamstrings us in that end of the pitch where we can you know we've got the ability to mix it up with, with players who are coming into the team, and in fairness, I, like I. I, I remarked last week that I thought Laura Blinkhill was was quite light. I thought she was excellent. I thought she I thought she displayed some lovely touches. Her passes were good. She she looked like a, a, a grown up footballer compared to the week before. Now maybe she just maybe maybe felt a little bit under pressure. Um, was the week before we played at Villa Park or the week before that? I think it was, it was the week before that it was Liverpool. The week before was it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so look, it's a it's a it's a big step up as well to 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 come and play in front of thirty five thousand people at uh, at the Emirates. It's it's imposing enough, um, but uh, yeah. So we 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 started off quiet enough, and we, and we kept them fairly quiet early on, didn't we? Yeah, there's just the one cross, ten minutes in. Daphne Van Damsler kind of spilt it, but Pacheco was first to react. Lucky enough mm. for us. Another day, the strikers on. The toes and it's a goal, but exactly which which normally would be our look. And in fairness to to Daphne, um, she she had the sun in her eyes. It was a it was a strange kind of day. Um, I know the commentator remarked that, that goalkeepers the, the days of goalkeepers wearing, um, where where baseball yeah. hats are gone. And and look, we see that at all levels of the game now that the goalkeeper is such an in- inclusive player with the pass back with coming to be sweeper-keeper, and that sometimes means using your head. Yeah. So you can see why they wouldn't be wearing a hat. Um, I, I'm not sure who it was that was, who was commentating, but she also remarked that she used to use a, a contact lens, a, a tinted contact lens in goal, which I'm sure a lot of goalkeepers do if that's the case, um, th- to keep keep the bright lights out of your eyes of the sun or of the, of the, um, of the, of the floodlights. So... I guess it's probably something we'll hear about a lot more often if uh, if somebody comes out and said that. Um, so where where do we go from there? Well, great work from Simone McGill to flick flick it on. Unfortunately, there's nobody there, but she forced a corner by following up on her flick on and from the corner we we scored. We scored, yeah. Checo found herself free in the box, mm. kind of spun off. It will take nothing away from the the finish, but it was it was terrible marking from Arsenal. It was really, it was really, it was, it was a well, well worked corner. It's exactly where you want the corner to to land, and you know, the, one of the one of the smallest players in the pitch is there with a free header, and by God, that she she headed it well, didn't she, and placed it well. No, no players picking up in, on the penalty spot, mm. and then Katie McCabe at the back post, not even at the back post, yeah, holding the keeper's hand almost. So she ma- she managed to find the space in between Katie McCabe and the post, which. It's got to be said for someone who doesn't score many goals. It was a brilliant header, was a brilliant absolutely brilliant header. header. Even if she didn't mean to put it in that corner, it was. It was uh, we give her the benefit of the show. Sure, <laughs> and I think it's um, it's only our second ever WSL goal. Yeah, first since twenty sixteen. Bonkers, absolutely yeah. bonkers. And look, let's let's hope it'll it it's something she'll add to our game because we've said it before and we'll say it again. She's she's a favourite of ours, so. We hope and wish that she does add goals to our game because give us more reasons to celebrate. Yeah, missing her the first two weeks really shows that she comes in and she gets her goal. Yeah, and I suppose yeah, I suppose like she she gets a goal. She she's obviously a really important um, 
uh, cog in the wheel. Um, we never really looked under pressure with the, with the back five that we deployed without the ball. Um, it's it's just everything is in place apart from the attacking yeah. side where we where when we're mixing things up, it's not to try and chase the game, and uh, it's it's unfortunate that it came to that. But we we we'll get to that in a minute. But we it should be it should be pointed out that. Our, our central midfielders, uh, you know, everyone across the back, everybody I thought had had an exceptional game. You couldn't single anybody out for any any criticism on anything. It was a really good, tight performance in there. So that was on 20, 25 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And after the goal, we pushed up again and Daly had a header saved by Sinsberger. It wasn't, wasn't a, too much trouble for the keeper, but still she had to get across to it. And there wasn't much in the first half. It was mm. quiet enough. Yeah, we kind of, we kind of we kind of played a bit of just let them keep the ball and yeah. just keep them at bay and keep them at arm's length to keep them away from our goal really. And that was uh, that was seemed to be the tactics to get in to get in a half time and and still be ahead. Yeah, just before the end of the half, we got it. Mas Pacheco got a yellow card for stopping a f- quick free kick, which wasn't even a free kick really if you ask me no it certainly didn't look like a free kick and, and we'll well look we, we'll address it now I, th- I thought the, I thought the referee was poor for us yeah. I thought he, I thought I thought she awarded them some very soft stuff I thought the commentary itself was very one-sided um and, and very unprofessional to, to, to come out at one point and say that the linesman's daughter was or the the assistant referee's daughter was an Arsenal fan was I thought absolutely bizarre, and um, why why you would say that when when Arsenal are playing on the pitch was beyond me. But anyway, it was said it was unprofessional, and this is the BBC. So anyway, that's yeah. th- that's that much done. We'll, we'll we'll get to we'll get to another decision later on, which ultimately affected the game. Well, that foul slash not foul uh, leaded to Arsenal's only real chance of the first half, where Bruce got on the end of it, headed back across, and Daly did brilliantly to flick it out of, out of trouble. Well. Not fully out of trouble, but it was cleared it, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah. And took us into half time, still one nil up. Yeah, and it, it, I, I don't think it's fair to say that we were we were good value to be one nil up. You know, we we it was a bit of a smash and grab we'd and, one and chance. We'd one chance we took it. They were yeah. the better side. They looked like they had more to offer, but we were very well organised, I thought, defensively and uh back so, five were excellent. Back five were excellent. excellent. It stuck to the plan. Um, you know, and to be fair, this, it, they were overworked. You know, it was it was tough going for them, and and they did a really really good job. Um, so at halftime, did we any changes? Uh, we didn't. No. We didn't. No. Uh, Arsenal came out in the second half. They good blocking from Corsi in particular had a really smashed it off our head there from Russo, mm-hmm. and she was down for a few minutes, and just shows. Than putting the body on the line for the club, they've been doing it all, all the match. Putting yeah. the body on the line, getting the blocks in, getting tough tackles in, shoulders, the whole, the whole game. I thought. Mm. Yeah, you, you say the tough tackles. Like when you say tough tackles, there was a lot of fair tackles. Yeah, there was on on the other side. I thought there was a few unfair tackles, which which went unpunished. Um, I think that's probably what we're we're missing from our game is a little bit of dirtiness in there. There's a little bit of meanness. Um. It kills me to say it, but that since the World Cup, I feel that's the way the game has gone. 
I think there there's a little bit of nastiness in some of the teams and some of the some of the the, the um, teams themselves have have a couple of nasty players in there capable of of uh, getting in your face and and making your life difficult and and putting in a little bit extra into the challenge and you know yeah. pushing off the ball and stuff like that. It sounds uh, like you're describing Ruisha Little John there. Yeah. <laughs> well, was, yeah. we you know Ruisha was a favourite of ours yeah. throughout the last couple of years. Um, she's a bit of an enforcer in there, um, like Kenza Daly for her size can be a bit like that too, and and it's quite obvious we're, we're missing her as well. And then of course, Kirsty Hansen has that in her locker. She's well able to handle herself in those challenges. So I felt I felt that was probably, you know, ultimately what what you know not not ultimately what cost us, but what ultimately made them. Uh, have the attacking impetus for, for most of the, the 90 minutes. Yeah. Well, I thought a real turning point in the game was when Palova and Lacasse came on for Arsenal there, 64th minute, and they, re- they rejigged the kind of system, came little push forward, and they were just rampant from then on. Yeah. It was relentless. But I, 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 it, it troubled us a lot have, having little in that hole. She just seemed to be the out ball at every opportunity. And it was just her trying to pick those little intricate passes that she's she's really really good at, and uh, yeah, and, and eventually they did, they did get one opportunity um, from from an intricate pass, but just didn't didn't score from it. Yeah. Is that the one? Did it, was it save? Was it almost her, immediately after the substitution? Caitlin Ford, she hit the post. And Caitlin came Ford back, yeah. came back out to Ru- Russo, and definitely Van Damstar got down to it and got down brave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for reminding me, Stephen. <laughs> so where do we go from there? Well, Nobbs came on for Simone McGill, who I thought played yeah. quite well. Her first game in a long time. Long time she had that many minutes for Villa. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And Nobbs got a bit of a clapping from the Arsenal fans. <laughs> At least she deserves from them. At least she deserves after, after the, yeah. the service she's put in for the club. But it was a different, it was a different type of uh, substitution as well. It was a... It was more of a out and out midfielder as opposed to a, a, the attacking option that Simone McGill gives. Yeah. So did that help us in any way? It didn't really, did it? It just oh, I don't know. It's Arsenal were just all over us at yeah. that stage. It's a, a tough role to come into for the knobs, I'd say. And I wouldn't want to be going into that role myself at the at the time. No, absolutely not. Um, so between there and the, and the 90 minutes, let's say, what, what did anything else exciting happen? Well, Lucy Parker got a yellow. I'm not sure entirely what for because they didn't really show the replay because Beth Mead was too busy warming up yeah. and coming on. There you go. That's, that's obviously where we want the cameras at the time. Exactly. Um, I have a feeling it might have been for descent, but if you're going yeah. if if to give it for descent, uh, every time KG McCabe was near the ball, there was descent. So, what's good for Katie McCabe should be good for our players too. Unfortunately, that is not the case, and we're, you know we're back to we're back to a situation where there is a little bit of favoritism towards the bigger clubs or perceived bigger clubs. So, you know, it was quite obvious that BBC were uh, wishing for a Beth Mead um, success story or or fairy tale comeback, which which. She got ultimately without getting on the score sheet herself, but it it, it is kind of uh, hard to listen to as a Villa fan, and um, even down to the extent where 
on a couple of occasions they were talking about VAR and what VAR they they called one off so the, the assistant referee gave an offside which was offside yeah. and they were going oh VAR now and then in the same breath they were talking about a penalty and not wanting VAR yeah. so I don't know make up your mind well <laughs> when the main character was coming on there uh, we also saw Ebony Salmon and Olivia McLaughlin come on for Pacheco and Blink Kilda the birthday girl Olivia McLaughlin happy birthday Olivia few days late now at this stage well we're talking about her birthday so we can we can say happy birthday yeah so that kind of rejigged the system a bit as well because no defender on the bench we had to bring on olivia mclaughlin mm -hmm. and it's just we need a bit of depth in defense i'm not sure how there's no defender on the bench at this stage yeah, well, it, it, like it's quite obvious that the, there's there's not we we don't have enough players yeah. Um, bear in mind that we're we're only we're only a few years back into you know the top division. Um, it, it's going to take time to grow, and we did really really well last year. So I, I've no doubt that it, it will it will happen. We've just we've just got to be patient with it, and you know, but for twelve minutes injury time. Yeah. Like pe people always say, oh yeah, but the f the, the goals were scored in ninety two and ninety four. It's what it gives you that little boost that it gives you. I co I couldn't see where twelve minutes came from. Could you? Yeah. You know, there was a few. Injuries. There was a few injuries. You mentioned you mentioned the 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 knock that the the one Rachel that Corsi, Rachel yeah. Corsi got yeah. in the face, and um, we had Van Donsler down for less than a minute. I make it. And then Maz Pacheco went down for less than a minute before she went off. Daly had a minute or two as well. Daly did. Yeah. Yes, you're right. But not not twelve. Not minutes, twelve minutes. Near 12 so minutes. It, it like it felt to me that they gave Arsenal every opportunity. It would have it would have been a bit more sour had it come later in the twelve minutes. Yeah. But uh, as it happened, um, the second go the, the the first goal came, and I have a sneaky suspicion there was a foul in the lead up to that. A sneaky suspicion. Sneaky oh. suspicion. More than a sneaky suspicion, I'd say. Mm. From the half replays we saw from weird angles, we could, <laughs> it was tough to make out if it was if she got the ball. Mm. But from that half an angle we got, where you can see she didn't look like she was anywhere near the ball. I no, think. it certainly didn't look like she got anywhere near the ball, and it, it left um, the covering player from yeah. that side in a heap on the ground. Yeah. And what happened from there? Uh, the ball got to Pelova. And McCabe overlap and run, which would have been covered by McLaughlin, who was yeah. on the floor from the challenge. Who ran on, had time and space in the box and scored. Yeah, and in fairness to, to Daphne Van Donselaer, she she did what she could. If she, if she'd have stayed standing and it went in low, we'd be complaining. But she yeah. she dipped and gave herself every chance to to get to take a low shot and. It was just hammered into the roof of the net, and it's just it's just our luck this season so far, isn't it? You know, we can we can talk all day about about the run of fixtures. I don't want to go down that road again, but we're um, we're heading towards an international break now, and it, it probably will come at a good time. One of two teams in the league not to win, not to register a win. Other teams. So talk talk us through the winning goal before we get on to that. Uh, well. Just before the winning goal, they'd hit the post, Blackstenius. So, they could have put them three or four, five or six. They could have, yep. Uh, Mia's got her fairy tale assist, you know, from her 11 months out. The superstar is back, but uh, she delayed it off to Russo, who 
threw a few bodies, got slid underneath that Van Damsler's arm, and mm. a really tough fight to concede. I thought, yeah, too so quickly. <clears throat> and look, we we have been banging the drum for Van Damsler for the last couple of games. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't her best game by any stretch. I, I'm sure she's probably beaten herself up over that that goal. Um, I think she knows herself she probably should have got to it. It was hard to tell from the angles too whether it did take a deflection or she anticipated a deflection and that's why her positioning was slightly off. But I still felt she had enough to get down and and save the shot that was there. Yeah. Um, she should have done better with it. Absolutely should have done better with it. And She's, she was unchallenged for a long time in that game where she was didn't have many saves to make, maybe collect a few crosses, mm. then go from that and then being hounded by Arsenal. Yeah. So for, for, I reckon for those... I have some sympathy for her. Yeah, from, from Maz Pacheco going off until they scored, was just it was like the Alamo that were in on top of us for, yeah. for, for the whole the whole thing, unfortunately. Um, as I said, it, it is unfortunate. You know, we've, we've, we've got a really good team. We, we're missing those two players as we keep alluding to and it really does make a difference when you're when you're chasing the game or you're trying to see out a game to be able to bring on some of them players it just it's frustrating but look we'll we'll um we'll have to draw a line under it we we, we have to think that going into the game at the weekend that we're going to start picking up points yeah. and uh as uh, lucy parker tweeted out stick with us it's coming I think that's the important message to take. I think we can see it's coming. I think we've competed with Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal. I know we probably didn't see Liverpool having such a strong start, but yeah. they did. Um, ironically, um, they beat us by two clear goals when the others only beat us by one. So um, it was 2-1 the first one, was it, Man U? I think, I think it was. Rachel Daly scored first, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a tough start. Um, we we've got a really good team. We've got a really good manager. We've got to push to the weekend now. It's 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 important in so many ways. But the, I suppose the main thing that that happens after this is we go into an international break. So we we we'd like to go in on a high. Um, you've got to think that we we will be able for spores. You would hope so. You would hope so. Yeah. Um, we're due a bit of luck. We still don't have Kirsty Hansen back. It's unlikely yeah. that we have Kenza Daly back. Um, it didn't seem to be any injuries from the weekend. No. So we're also missing Georgia Mullet Mullet from the bench. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say anything about it. I'm not sure she's injured. Yeah, she was a young player. Maybe maybe he felt it wasn't ready for that atmosphere and and no. and look, she could only bring on five players. Yeah. So so maybe she was covered in all those positions. But then again, you'd ask yourself why. Why not just bring her on anyway for the yeah. experience, which is which is what they do at all levels of the game. But look, we we don't get those in depth in depth interviews. Um, we can't demand them either because they're not paid the money that the men have paid. Yeah. So we'll um, we'll draw a line under that one. We look forward to the next one. Um, so we have it on Saturday at twelve thirty. Twelve thirty start on Saturday. Um, we can only hope for a win if you're going there. Um, we would uh, encourage you to get behind the team. I did have a shout out to give and I've completely forgotten about it. Any chance you'd feel there for a second and try and find it? Well, I 
think the next game is the big one for us. The first three games, uh, they're very tough fixtures. And this next one against Tottenham is where it's may, we make or break the season, I think. It could be the, our turning point where we start picking up points, start climbing the league table, starting from the bottom. We didn't give ourselves a good place to start from. but Yeah. But it's still very tight. There's a lot of people have dropped points. So Arsenal haven't had a great start. Liverpool yeah. dropped points at the weekend. So yeah. we're not out of it by any stretch of the imagination, but we've just made life a little bit tougher for us. Or to be fair, the the fixtures that we've had have made life yeah. very, very difficult for us. Um, Michael Huggins, who listens to our podcast on a regular basis, um, his daughter and uh, son-in-law were at the game with, with his granddaughter, Evan was attending our first Aston Villa game at the weekend so despite the result Devin I hope you had an amazing day and um, there's nothing like um going to see your heroes play in the flesh I hope you uh I hope you're kicked out and you kitted out in claret and blue um courtesy of your grandfather if you want to, if you if you weren't I'll, I'll be asking some serious questions but uh I think that's going to do us for today if you anything else to add Stephen all that's left to say is up the villa up the villa Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.